Yo, I'm Matthew from Nasty. You're listening to uh, Thunder Underground, and thank you very much for having us. Welcome to episode 286 of the Thunder Underground podcast. Trent and Jason here, as always. This week we've got a good one. We've got the lead vocalist of the hardcore band Nasty, Maddie. They're out of Belgium, and if you like your hardcore music, I'm guessing you're going to like this band. We've got that interview coming up. We've got some some cool new music to play for you as well. I'm going to talk about a couple things, but first we've got to let you know about the sponsors. DEB Concerts is a promoter based out of Tulsa, Oklahoma that's brought a ton of great acts to downtown Tulsa. One of those acts that they brought a couple of times was LA Guns, and coming this weekend, Saturday, September 12th at the Ideal Ballroom, they will have Phil Lewis of LA Guns doing a solo acoustic performance, performing, of course, the LA Guns hits you know and love, and I'm sure some other cool stuff, so that'll be a cool, unique performance you need to get out there and check out. That's at the Ideal Ballroom, like I said. You can find ticket info at debconcerts.com and be kept up to date on any of the stuff they got postponed this summer, like the Poison Show, which should be next year sometime. We'll keep you up to date as well, and we appreciate DEB Concerts as always. Also, Hella Hot Hot Sauce is a hot sauce company based out of San Francisco, California. They make small batch artisan hot sauces. You can check out their entire listing of all their products on HellaHotHotSauce.com. They do collaborations with some metal artists. In fact, ones we've had on this podcast, like Ghoul, has a sauce called Brain Jerk. Florida Frank from Hate Breed has a sauce called Florida Frank's Florida Heat. And that sauce is hot and it's excellent as well. So be sure and get yourself some of that. Follow them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and of course, tell them we sent you. Med Farm is a dispensary located in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma at 24683 East Highway 51. I've got a huge selection. You can see everything on leafly.com. They're right off the highway. Get in there. Tell them we sent you, and they'll give you 10% off your order if you mention Thunder Underground. You can call ahead. You can text ahead even. And just pull up there and go through the drive-thru, which most dispensaries don't offer. It's a very cool feature they have. They're always running specials on their Facebook. It's MedFarm, P-H-A-R-M, and their Instagram is MedFarmOK. Their slogan is Cannabis with a Cause because 30% of their proceeds are going to build no-kill animal shelters. So give these guys some some of your money because that's a, a huge thing when a third of your money's going to do something great like that. So we greatly appreciate MedFarm as well. And finally, Sunset Tattoo is a tattoo shop right in the heart of Midtown, Tulsa, 3415 East 15th Street. Jake and his crew have over 25 years of experience. Their tattoos are done good and proper. They're state licensed. And above all else, and most importantly, they're mother approved. You can see all their work and photos on their Facebook, Sunset Tattoo Tulsa, and their Instagram, Sunset Tattoo Tulsa as well. Give them a call. Shoot them a message. Schedule a time to get in there and talk about what work you need to be getting done to yourself and tell them that Thunder Underground sent you. Well, first thing we're going to do here is play some music, right? Let's do it. And we've got something cool here, and it's cool for a myriad of ways. First off, it's a cover song of an excellent song, and 
this cover is excellent as well. Ellefson, which is, of course, the band featuring David Ellefson of Megadeth and Tom Hazard doing the vocals. Tom, you know, does all the, is Dave's business partner for a myriad of things. EMP, Label Group, Combat, Ellefson Coffee, I think, as well. Ellefson Youth Music Foundation. These guys do a myriad of stuff, and he also handles most of the, I think, artist relations stuff for the labels and everything. But both them, you know, put together this project, which has like 17 tracks on this album that's coming out in October. And above all else, we've got David Olfson coming next week. Hell yes. Coming back, I should say. <clears throat> coming back. Yep, returning. To the show. Returning, because he was here back in 2018. Let's just get into this. This is Ellefson with their cover of Def Leppard's Wasted. Oh, 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 
Wasted from Ellefson. That's, of course, a cover of the Def Leppard song off their debut album, On Through the Night. And if you check out the cover, if the, the album's not coming out until, I believe, October 2nd, but you can see it online, the cover of Ellefson's album is a tribute, kind of an homage to On Through the Night. What did you think of that? That was great. I mean, I dig all this cover stuff, you know, yeah. these guys do. Had Frank Cannon on it. Dave right. McLean from Sacred Reich, yeah. uh, Jacob Bunton. It was a great track. Very cool, and I love to see someone... Bumblefoot, too. That's right. I love to see someone paying tribute to not only Def Leppard, but early Def Leppard. Right. And to see metal guys doing them. And yeah. I guess Frank Cannon's more from that genre, but, you know. Well, you know, I mean, that early Def Leppard was kind of, you know... Oh, right. Indirectly included with, you know, the new wave of British heavy metal thing. Yeah. Uh, some people consider that, you know, under that umbrella as well. So, you know, yeah, some of the, these guys are going to like some of that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So, like I said, look for this coming here in October. And also, you'll hear a ton more about this on our next episode, 287, with David Elfson and Megadeth. So, really looking forward to getting that one out there. And having Dave back on his podcast. Of course. So this Ozzy documentary, mm. there's a couple of them, but I know you watched the one. That's what from, I was going to go to, so it's all good. Yeah. We would have had it covered. I haven't I haven't seen it, but you watched it. It was the Nine Lives of Ozzy, right? Yes, Nine Lives of Ozzy Osbourne. It was on A&E, uh, and it was pretty good. Two hours. Um, you know, it, really, it, it, focuses, it focuses a lot on the family, and of course, you know, because it, it's a, uh, it's, it's kind of done by them, Ozzy and Sharon and Jack and all that shit. Oh, okay. They touch on his beginnings, you know, when he was a kid, into Black Sabbath, into, you know, the early solo stuff with Randy Rhodes, and then it just, it doesn't jump to, you know, the Osbournes, but, I mean, it kind of does. Um, you know, they, they didn't really, uh, you know, Rudy Sarzo was interviewed, I mean, Zach Wilde was not... I don't know. No, maybe Zach Wilde was on there. I can't even remember. I mean, not very much, if so. But, you know, they, they kind of touched on the middle 80s, but kind of went right to No More Tears. Oh, and then kind of on through. Um, so, yeah, there you go. And, you know, they went, they did the whole thing about how when, you know, he, he was arrested for attempted murder of Sharon, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And then it went through the whole... ATV accident and, you know, on up to just present day. So there you go. And it was, uh, it was pretty in depth, you know, um, it's not, it doesn't really go into, you know, the, the logistics of all the records and stuff, you know, it's mainly just about him and his life. So, oh, okay. but it was entertaining. Worth checking out for sure. Yeah. It's worth checking out. Well, then they've got the other one that's coming out on MTV and what's, do you know anything about it? Oh, that no, I haven't seen. It comes out. It comes out tonight. I'm gonna watch it. Oh, okay. Is a documentary about MTV? Is that what you're saying? No, the Aussie one. It's on MTV. Oh, so. they're doing another one. Well, I thought that there was two separate Aussie ones. Oh, I don't know. That's what I, I thought. That's what I thought I'd heard. I, I don't know. That's news to me. This. The, what the, are you the, talking about then? Well, there's a documentary on MTV tonight about, or no, on A and E about MTV. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Maybe Back I, before they sucked ass. Right. So the documentary is probably, is it more about just like the music era of MTV? <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's the beginnings and all that stuff. Oh, okay. That's cool. 
Yeah. So is A and A and E doing like a series of these things? I, I don't know. And you know, I heard on Eddie Trunk that Kiss is supposed to do one too. Okay. So I don't know. Maybe that's kind of what A and E is trying to, you know, corner the market on. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I need to check into that and see if I can. For sure. See if I can get that on Hulu or something. Yeah, I was going to mention this past week I was on the Dusty and Sprout or the Sprout and Dusty that's show. Right, that's right. That's right. Order. And that was. That was pretty fun. It was just dusty on that one. Sprout was on a little mini run of, I think, three or four nights of shows. So me and Dusty talked for a good hour. It was right in an hour, I think. Talked about this podcast and about just music in general and working music festivals and tours I'd done with Dusty and Sprout and what they're looking forward to doing next year, hopefully, and that kind of stuff. So That's awesome. Yeah. I have not listened yet. I will. I promise you. you. Well, hell, I, you know, <laughs> what can I say? I told the full Doyle story again, because we've told that a few times when people ask, but it, it's Dusty it, specifically asked if there was yeah. like anyone that was ever a problem or that kind of thing. Right. <laughs> it's never, it's it never gets old, that right. story. Right. <laughs> but yeah, you can check that out on their Facebook page, the Sprout and Dusty show, the video portion or the whole, you know, podcast was Recorded live, video-wise, and then you can also listen to it on Spotify now, anytime, of course. Just pull up the Sprout and Dusty show, and it's episode 13. It's the newest one on there. Thanks to Dusty for having me on. We've had Dusty on this podcast last year, and Sprout was on this podcast, I think, four times? Yeah. Three times by himself, and once with Screaming Red Mutiny. And he's back in Tulsa, so welcome, Sprout. Tulsa? Is he? Yeah, he moved back. I thought he moved to Oklahoma City. No, you haven't looked at your Facebook in the last couple of hours, have you? No, I have not. Okay, then. Okay. So, I know. Good deal. So, we'll have to get him <laughs> back on the show. That's right. Absolutely, because there's, I think that was probably around the same, I don't remember when the last time we had him on. It was last, It was right before he moved, so it's probably right. actually been 2018. But mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, check out the Sprout Dusty show and tell him that Thunder Underground sent you. All right, is there anything else newsworthy to talk about? I think so. I think we just get into it. All right. The meat and potatoes of the podcast episode. Yeah. And that would be the interview here with the lead vocalist of Nasty. This band's out of Belgium. This is their seventh album that they've got coming out called Menace on September 25th. And we had a cool conversation about, you know, kind of their transition to Century Media Records. (laughs) This will be their first album on that. All kinds of stuff, so... Let's jump into this. Here's Maddie, the vocalist from Nasty. kind of the first thing i wanted to ask is like what's the what's it currently like there in belgium like as far as shows or they are like smaller shows happening or anything uh nothing i think there's nothing happening nearly in whole europe since um since march or april and um in, in germany and belgium i think they just announced that there won't be any more shows uh, happening the whole year for the rest of the year so yeah, we'll okay. see. gotcha well with you guys having minutes coming out in under a month, like what, 
what could fans expect from this that anything different from previous works? Um, a way better production, in my opinion. Um, a little more song structure and, in my opinion, the hardest, nasty album we ever released so far. Okay. Was the album completed prior to the pandemic or was it something you guys have been working on throughout this? Um, we finished around the half of the album, I guess, um, when the pandemic started and the lockdown happened. So we needed to try to find ways to finish the album somehow. So we did it uh, per voice messages, um, FaceTime and all kinds of stuff un until then somebody was able to hit the studio again, like, but only one person each, each, each session. So yeah, it took a little longer and was a little more, uh, special to uh, finish the album <laughs> did that make it a little more frustrating i would suppose since you weren't able to do it in a standard way uh, you guys are used to yeah yes pretty much we were pretty pissed off i think you can listen it in some songs maybe from the album well with this being your guys seventh album like how do you feel the band has progressed over the years um you mean like musically or personally? I'd, I'd say both. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, personally, I guess you grow up a little, um, especially being in a band, I think educates a lot, uh, being on tour, uh, being in different countries, meeting all those yeah, different people, different nationalities. I think it's kind of a good education, like tra traveling in general. Um, and music wise, uh, maybe we have a little more structure and a little more knowledge of songwriting than we had like in the beginning. Uh, but I think that comes with the progress. You guys obviously are releasing this album and are not going to be able to tour in support of it, at least for several months. Like, what are your thoughts on, on that? Do you think I've heard, cause I've heard some people say they don't want to release music now and other people say it's the perfect time to release music. Mm. Um, I mean, business-wise, it's yeah, kind of ground zero for that album because we won't be able to back it with a tour. And I think, or I fear that we won't really be able to tour on that album uh, next year before maybe October or something. Um, so I think, yeah, it, it sucks that we can't like back the album with live shows. Um, but um, I think we needed to bring the album right now because it's, I think, three years ago that we released our last album and we, yeah, we had the plan to stay a little exclusive before we release the album, before we have the release her and all that. So uh, Nasty kind of, yeah, we, we didn't show up very much, uh, if that makes sense, by saying. Like, uh, I think the last show we played was last November. Um, we played nearly three years on the same last album, so we thought, yo, we should uh, yeah, show that we're kind of alive still right. <laughs> and that something's happening around the band. Well, have you guys had any like talks about other ways to promote it during the pandemic, like whether it be live streams or just any other ideas? Mm -hmm. uh, yes, we had, but uh, we're no fans of live streams or there are a few opportunities um, like to have a show maybe in front of 100 or 200 people, but everybody's seated in a venue for around 1,500 people or something. Um, but I think, 
those shows would suck, especially, you know, from the music we all come from, like right. punk rock, hardcore, and all, I, you need like the interaction with the with the with an audience. So we said like, no, we're gonna sit still until we can play kind of proper shows again. Gotcha. But you guys released two videos so far from the album for Ultimate and Six 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 AM. Both of them are really cool. Like, what did, did you guys? Do you have involvement in the videos, or did you kind of just turn it over to a videographer? How'd you? How did um, those like like Ultimate, we had other plans for for Ultimate um, that needed to be canceled because of the pandemic. So we um, kind of made a shout out in, on social media uh, to people for people to reach in um, footage they did record on shows. And then we had a friend who who's a pretty cool videographer and does pretty cool effects who like kind of put that all together to the music to ultimate. Um, so so this was the way we could at least be sure we finish um, the first video still during the pandemic, even if we weren't able to see each other. Um, and yeah, six 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 AM was just uh, yeah we all met in in a big in a big green screen room and recorded that one which was then given to uh, to an uh, ethics dude who, who did all the effects on it by the by the videographer do you guys have plans to have any more videos or singles like once the album's out um we're gonna release one more single to menace with a video in around two weeks i guess and then we may be gonna do another video for um, it's the end of the world as you know it but maybe would release this one like a month or two months after the release of the album okay well, when it comes to your lyrics i mean they're always i mean they're pretty poignant and important like what do you draw from do you draw from like personal experience or from like the news or um some by personal experience um um, and I, I don't really watch much news, but it's like, um, yes, I think like if you have a look into the, the world at the moment, it's like you get very, it's easy to have, um, uh, what's the English to have inspiration for songs and what I mean, like, um, enough topics to, to write about. As far as like outside of working on this album and everything for nasty like how have you been spending your personal time during pandemic um we all grinded even harder and in, in like side jobs or something um i'm trying to uh, i just like me personally i just um, signed um, a deal as an author so i do write music for other people now also like you know what i mean like a songwriter right for also kind of pop music and urban music and EDM music and all that stuff. Um, then I have my clothing line that I'm pretty busy with uh, because it's pretty much the only thing I, yeah, which is kind of save money at the moment. Um, and the other guys like Nash is doing, he's helping friends. Uh, is it called renovating a house, like rebuilding a house? Okay. Like he's a build, like he tries himself out as a builder right now because his site, his job besides Nasty was also um, being a tour manager and a stagehand. Um, Paddy was promoting local shows um, for, 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 for a big booking agency. So he went on Twitch now and tries to yeah, 
get some maybe some money off someday from Twitch because you know with like nobody is sure when when we will be able to kind of uh, tour with the band again and maybe get some money in the pocket. Right. Might be kind of early for this question, but what's the what's it been like working with Century Media so far? Um, so far, pretty nice. Yeah. I mean, uh, you you feel the difference um, in in promotion, uh, especially you know, like like lots of interviews um, from way more countries than we used to. Uh, lots of magazines. We're gonna be featured in um, playlists on Spotify, pitching all that stuff. It's like, yeah, you 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 see the difference from now this kind of major professional setup they have to 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 push your band kind of going back you know to the early days was there was there a hardcore scene in belgium and germany or was it something kind of like where you guys were just fans of music from other areas and no it was lots of local scene and um a pretty strong hardcore scene when when we got into the music especially in belgium i'm like with good life recordings and um, the hate southern scene with bands like liar congress archangel and all those bands crawl space um also in germany i think like um belgium and germany pretty much have the strongest scene then and and still in in europe so it's still pretty strong yeah I mean, this is probably hard to answer since you can't really tour for a while, but like, what are the plans moving forward as far as into the next year or two? Are you guys going to like, once you can tour promote menace like a year from now, or are you going to like look at making more music as well? We're looking into making more music. I think next week or the week after we're already going to hit the studio again to start writing a new album. Oh, wow. Because um, we're kind of not sure if we kind of can tour on Menace properly. So we thought like, okay, let's be prepared. Like if, if we're going to be able just to tour in a year or something, um, that we could maybe release a new album, you know, because uh, Menace pretty, yeah, not old, but, you know, Menace won't be like an, an actual push for another tour that, uh, in a year. When you guys get together and write, is it a process where all the band members are involved, or is it like a couple of you that are key songwriters, or how does that work? Mm, it depends a little. It depends a little. Sometimes it's just two of us, uh, sometimes one of us, and sometimes we're all together. It always uh, depends a little on, on, on timing and um, who, who's, who's got the inspiration for the moment. Okay. Cool, man. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me today. Hey, thank you very much for giving uh, me or us the opportunity to yeah. to speak. Yeah, and absolutely. To reach, to reach out to people. There you go, Maddie from Nasty. Huge thank you to Tim from Adam Splitter PR, as always, for his help. And of course, a huge thank you to Maddie for taking some time out there to talk to me about what everything Nasty's got going on in a new album, Menace, which, like I said, comes out September 25th via Century Media. Looking forward to hearing. That full album. This band's kind of your typical hardcore band in the sense that they fucking throw it down and they do it in the, the vein of their name, Nasty. And it's good stuff. We played them. That was just last week, I think. Last episode with Static X. Which, by the way, thanks to Static X for blowing up the podcast. Oh, man. 
a lot of bands, you know, will share it or tweet it, you know, on, you know, they'll tweet it or they'll share it on Facebook. You get one or the other, but Static X just up and went on like every social media and every platform they had and yeah. thank you for it. Absolutely. So check that one out if you haven't. That was just last week with Tony Campos from Static X. If it's your first time listening, we appreciate it. You're a fan of Nasty. We've had on two different members of Hatebreed, Florida Frank and Matt Byrne, both at separate times, and both those were great. We've had on a lot of guys from heavy stuff, like if you like Thrash Metal, Megadeth, Testament, Toxic Holocaust, Battlecross, Death Angel, and stuff like Super Joint, I Hate God, Crowbar, Battlecross, had on guys from Clutch, Corrosion of Conformity, Prong, Typo Negative. Mostly stuff along the metal vein and the, the hard rock vein, so just kind of dig through there and check out some of our previous episodes. There's over 285 of them now you can check out, so everything's on SoundCloud.com, iTunes, Google Music, Stitcher, TuneIn, all that great stuff. You can listen directly on TheThunderUnderground.com. All our social medias are on there, so click on them all. If you're not following, then follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Subscribe to us on YouTube at The Thunder Underground. We've got videos on there that are separate from the podcast. Like we recently did a review of Metallica's SM2 Blu-ray, review of the new Lynch Mob album, the new Havoc album are the most recent ones. So get on there and subscribe so you don't miss all that. And I think that covers it for another week. Like I said, next week. David Elfson of Megadeth returns to the podcast for the second time, and that's quite an honor for both of us, because for as long as I remember, the majority of our lives, that's been one of our favorite bands, both of us. Separately. Oh, hands down, <laughs> I'm a little nervous. <laughs> right. We've also got one coming up with Jeff Carlson, the lead singer of the Jeff Carlson Band, and of Zach Bear, who's a solo artist, and he also owns a couple of media companies, which... Are pretty interesting, so we'll hear all about that on his episode. So be on the lookout for all that coming up and some other unannounced stuff as well. All right, once again, thank you to Adam Splitter PR, Hella Hot Hot Sauce, Med Farm, DEB Concerts, and Sunset Tattoo Tulsa. And until next time, Thunder Underground, y'all. Thunder Underground.